All right, all right, all right, all right. Welcome back to the Silent Conversations podcast. As always, it's a pleasure to be able to join the family, be able to come before the family as well and be able to share uh, this journey with you all, Uh, be able to, uh, with the goal I should say, the aim, the purpose of being able to come and show the transformative power of growth, the uh, process of growth that I'm on inspire you and others and others and others about so that we all can inspire each other I really want to say that Um, I want to inspire you I want to inspire others I want to inspire those who you may share this video with uh, with that process to be able to let you know that it's possible there is no impossibilities on this planet everything that you see first started in one stage and then develop stage after stage until it is what it is that you use or you see or you're in so that is the same thing with life everything goes through a process and a part of that process begins with understanding that everything is not in its perfected state when you first come across it some things that you see some things that you go through some things that you experience had to go through some trial, they had to go through um, some growth, they had to go through some failures, they had to go through some mistakes in order to be what it is that you see. You drive a car, the first time they designed the car had flaws in it, but before you got into it, they had to find out the flaws, they had to not focus on the flaws, they had to focus on what they were going to do about the flaws in order for those flaws to be removed. For one, exposed, then removed, and then perfected to a degree for it to be usable for you. For it to be productive for you. For it to be safe for you. It had to go through a process. Now, if they focused on what was wrong with the car, they focused on the recall that came back. Even after they produced the car, manufactured the car, they just focused on the the recalls and how, oh man, this thing is messed up. Oh, this thing is not safe. If they just focused on what was going wrong the whole time, would you ever get to a point or would that vehicle ever get to the point where it was fully safe for you? No. So that's why today we're talking about forgiveness. We're talking about the importance of forgiving yourself. That's the beginning of self-love. We can say we love ourselves. We can say we love other people. But if you haven't forgiven yourself of what you've done in the past, can't get over your past, if you can't get over when you offended other people, you can't get over when other people offend you, you can't get over your mistakes, you can't get over the mistakes of others, at that point you're never truly able to love yourself and if you're not able to love yourself, you're not able to love anybody else, so that's what we're talking about today, the forgiveness of self, the beginning, (laughs) the beginning self-love so i appreciate you all tapping in Um, those who catch the replay i appreciate you watching the replay i appreciate you and uh you know taking your time out to be able to hear your brother because that's definitely who i am i'm just your brother i'm just letting you know 
what I've been through. I'm letting you know whatever I, excuse me, what I've experienced. I'm just letting you know what it is I've been through and how I was able to overcome some things I'm still working to overcome right now. So this is a a forever process that we're on of growth. So we always want to constantly be working to improve. We always want to constantly be working to not strive to look perfect, but we're working to get perfect in the sense that everything that we're doing is going through a stage of development. So regardless of where you are right now, just know that where you are right now is temporary. As long as you're putting in the work tomorrow, you'll be in a new place. Next week, you'll be in a new place. Next month, you'll be in a new place. Ten years from now, you'll be in a new place. As long as you're working every day to improve, you always have some form or room for improvement. So, again, welcome back to the Silent Conversations podcast. As always, this podcast is brought to you by the Silent Academy. The Silent Academy is uh, my company that I put together to help us understand personal development, understand money management, finances, as well as home ownership. If you need assistance in home ownership, personal development, or money management, please text the word SOLUTIONS to 804-221-6226. It is also brought to you by my book, The Three Ps, The Keys to Having Better Days. That's peace, positivity, and perspective. We all need peace of mind, especially in the process. You got to be at peace with the process to understand that there's levels to this. It's not something that you can just take in all in one day and overnight you wake up and all of a sudden you're a new person. No, it's levels. There's there's steps. There's uh, progress that has to be made every day in order to become a better individual. Perspective and positivity. You got to have positive thinking you got to have a positive mindset not saying that you would never have negative thoughts because we have to understand that with positivity comes negativity this this is a duality this is a balance of understanding that negative things will happen but if you're able to coach your mind with positive thoughts if you are willing to outweigh those negative thoughts with positive thoughts those negative actions that you may take sometimes and be able to counter them with positive actions you can able to put yourself in a position to progress and perspective willing to expand your mind expand your understanding and not only yourself but understanding others is a way of developing yourself into a better person person because you're able to handle people more properly because you have a different viewpoint your perspective is not narrow in the sense that you only see things based off of your experience but you're willing to expand outside of your comfort zone and see things from other people's perspective so that you can get a better understanding of them a better understanding of yourself because we can learn from anybody we can learn what not to do and we can learn what to do based off of the conversations that we have with one another and the more we're willing to converse with one another the more we're willing to interact with one another and learn from each other the further we can go each one teach one we all can reach one so i just wanted to be able to start everything out um as well Again, welcome back to the Silent Conversations podcast. Today, we're talking about forgiveness of self, the beginning of self-love. And what I want to do, where I want to start, I want to start with us understanding what does it mean to forgive? What does it mean to forgive yourself? So uh, let me make this a little bit smaller. Let's move this out the way. There we go. Slide this over. But what does it mean to forgive? The definition of forgive or the definition that the dictionary has is to stop feeling angry 
or resentful towards someone for an offense, flaw, mistake. Cancel a debt. So when we look at that first part of that definition, stop feeling angry or resentful towards someone. That someone could be yourself. We all make mistakes. We're going to make mistakes today. We didn't made some mistakes today. But the question is, are we learning from them? Now, when you learn from a mistake, are you still holding on to the fact that you made a mistake? We all have different things that we think, do, act on. But are we willing to forgive ourselves and move forward? Or do we just stay in a state of, of resenting ourselves for what we did in the past? I bring this up because for me personally, for a long time, I held on to uh, different situations in my life. I was very bitter with myself. I, you know, I was very resentful of myself. I was very angry with myself at times because I felt like I should have known better. I felt as if, you know, um, the things that I did that may have hurt somebody, I, I, I stuck with that on me so much to the fact that I wouldn't move forward. But then I didn't realize that this was really stunning my growth because I wasn't looking at the lesson to be learned. I was just looking at, excuse me, I was just looking at uh, what was going wrong. I wasn't looking at, okay, yeah, maybe I didn't have all the knowledge that I needed. Maybe I didn't have all of the, um, all the tools that I needed in order to progress. I didn't have everything that I needed in order to make the best decision. But instead of thinking about, what I could have did and what I didn't do. I didn't just look at it from a standpoint. Okay. Yeah. You went through that and let's move forward. So stop feeling angry or resentful towards someone, um, for an offense, flaw or mistake. So how many times have you been offended? You know, we say, you know, don't hold grudges. We don't want to hold grudges. We want to forgive others, you know, forgive others as you was once forgiven. You know, um, so we want to we want to think about that. But it's easy to forgive everybody else. But when it comes to forgiving yourself, that's where we, we really mess up. I know that's why I messed up. You know, I found it easy to be able to uh, forgive others. But I think that in itself was a lie because I really wasn't forgiving anybody else because I didn't know how to do it. And when you can't forgive yourself, just like we talk about love, if you don't love yourself, how can you truly love anybody else? How can you love your neighbor? How can you love your family member? How can you love anybody um, in the world or love anybody um, that is existing around you and you don't love yourself? So the same thing goes with forgiveness. How can you forgive anybody else for what they do and you don't forgive yourself? You don't take the time out to forgive yourself when you mess up, when you make those promises to yourself and you break them. But yet, when someone makes a promise to you and they break it, we're willing to forgive. We're willing to say, you know, it's okay. Is it really okay? Are we just saying that or are we holding on to that grudge? Are we holding against holding that resentment towards that person or even ourselves? And I bring it back to self because that's the first battle. That's the really the biggest battle that we have to deal with is ourself. Forgiving ourselves, loving ourselves, taking care of ourselves. Because we can try to take care of everybody else, but are we really giving them our best? Are we really putting our best foot forward uh, when it comes to other people? Or are we kind of halfway doing or halfway stepping because we don't really understand the importance of doing so because we don't do it for ourselves. So I wanted to start with the definition of it um, because it's always good to understand the meaning of the words that we use. Many of us may say we forgive, but we don't really understand what it means to forgive. 
uh, many of us try to forget. I say many of us, and I'm like I said again, I'm speaking for myself. I'm speaking um, from my own experience in the sense that I, I used to try to forget what I went through. How? How did I try to forget? Well, I, I turned to drugs. I turned to, to alcoholics. I, I haven't drunk any alcohol in over a year now. You know, I, I quit smoking um, a little over 90 days from now. So, you know, this is a, a continuous process. Let me brighten this up a little bit. I didn't realize how dark it was. But um, I was using those vices. I was using those things as a, as a means to be able to forget my past traumas. I was using those things as a means to be able to distract myself from the work that needed to be done with self. I was using those things as a means um, of trying to um, dull the senses, be able to lessen the impact of what I was going through internally. You don't really understand that until you stop doing it. One thing that fasting has taught me is that fasting is not just a physical thing. Yes, okay, you're not eating food. You are overcoming the hunger pains. You're overcoming the, the, the basic urges that you naturally have to be able to want to eat. But once you get past that first day of fasting, right? So if you're doing a three-day fast, you, day one is kind of easy because you just ate the day before. So you got something on your stomach um, that, that is able to sustain you. When you get to day two, you begin to really see what it is that you've been distracting yourself from, what you really have buried behind why you were eating the foods that you were eating, even choosing the types of foods that you were choosing. You realize that, oh, man, I ain't I wasn't dealing with these emotions. I wasn't dealing with these thoughts. I wasn't de dealing with these these uh, urges because you were hiding them behind food. You, and then you look at, like I said, we talk about drugs and alcohol. When you stop doing those things and then you get, you have certain emotions or you have certain circumstances or scenarios that come up, you begin to realize that, oh man, I was doing this thing just to stop me from feeling that particular emotion or dealing with that particular scenario or dealing with that particular person in the way in which I was dealing with them. So it was really more of a mental, spiritual, and emotional battle more so than it is a physical battle because you can do if you if you put your mind to it you can stop eating you can you can slow down or reduce your consumption but it's what you how are you handling life when you don't have these pacifiers because that's really what it is it becomes something as or a way or a means for us to be able to pacify what it is that we're dealing with versus actually dealing with what it is that's going on so there's so many different areas of this um, of life that we have to work on and we have to look at it and examine when it comes to ourselves, because many of these things come back to how we feel about ourselves. And if you don't have the right thinking of who you are and who you are striving to become, you begin to devalue yourself. You begin to self-sabotage. You begin to self-destruct over time because you're not actually dealing with yourself in a proper way so we have to to begin this process of self-love the first thing we need to do is forgive us forgive ourselves of the past some things you did not know 
So the way that you handled that situation was at the best of your ability at that time. But as you grow, as you begin to learn the lessons, as you begin to educate yourself and expose yourself to things that help you build character, at that point, you have to understand that, yeah, okay, in the past, I didn't handle uh, this situation the proper way. But now that I know, when they say, like you say, you know better, you do better. So now that you have the knowledge, now you gain the wisdom and have understanding of a subject now, a better understanding of a subject now, a scenario or a person now, even a better understanding of yourself now, you then show that difference. You show that progress by the way that you move now. And part of being able to move forward is letting go of the past. Not forgetting the past, because that is a part of your experience. It's a part of your life. It's a part of your, um, it's an experience that you went through. It's a part of your knowledge base. So you don't want to throw it in the trash. And many of us, that's what we do. And I'm saying, again, when I say many of us, I'm saying me, because I know it's someone else out there like me who tried to throw away the old self when you realize that that old self wasn't the best version, but you needed that version of yourself at that time. That was the best version of yourself at that time. As you continue to grow, as time progresses, you become better, you become stronger, you become wiser. So now you're a better version of yourself. And every day you're striving to be a better version of yourself. That's really the goal here. Becoming a better version of yourself every day. 1% better every day is 365% better every year. That's something I'm going to continue to repeat on this podcast because we sometimes think that you need to make a 20% increase every day. For some of us, it, that may be um, a, a lot to chew. That may be a lot to take off or take on. So we have to be willing to go through that process. We have to be willing to take the time out to understand that, yeah, this is I got time. You may not have all the time. You, you can't just sit around and wait on things that just fall out the sky and wait on changes to happen on their own. You're going to have to put the work in. You're going to have to make some sacrifice to be able to develop yourself. But just understand that being patient with yourself means that, OK, as long as I am actively working towards the goal of improving myself, I will see progress. When you working out, you don't just make one rep. You don't do one rep on the bench press. You don't just take one jog and then all of a sudden, oh, man, I feel better. In the sense that, okay, I'm I'm a whole new version of myself. I'm now physically fit because I done ran one mile. No, it's doing it, the repetitions. It's doing it over and over consistently that causes you to build strength, to build stamina, build endurance, be able to improve your health over time. So that is something to think about. Um, as well. And I wanted to look at the definition of forgetting or forget. What does it mean to forget? To be unable to remember, to overlook or neglect something. Forget oneself, to act in an improper manner. So we can try to forget, but there's something called um, muscle memory. Okay, you might think that you forgot how to ride a bike because you haven't rode a bike in a while. But once you get on the bike and you start pedaling, you realize, you know, I still remember how to do this. So it's the same thing happens emotionally. You might have thought you forgot a past situation until something triggers you. And now all of a sudden it sets you off down a a rabbit hole or downward spiral of emotions and and, and, uh, mental traumas that you go through. And then you're like, oh, I thought I forgot about that thing in the past. 
Okay. No, you didn't. You didn't forget about it. That's why you need to forgive yourself. And excuse me, let me take a little water here. Mouth a little dry. You think you forgot, but you never forgot. You might have distracted yourself. You may have allowed yourself not to focus on it, but you never forgot. So that's why it's important to forgive yourself. Because once you forgive yourself, you relieve yourself of the debt of what came with that decision. That's why the part of that definition was canceled debt. Many of us hold on to mental and emotional debt that we don't need to hold on to. That we can forgive ourselves for and cancel so that we can move forward in life. It's not like finances in the sense that you buy something and you miss a payment or whatever. And you got that debt sitting on your credit. And they keep reminding you every time you go apply for a new credit card or you apply for this, that, and the third. They remind you, nah, can't give it to you because you got X, Y, and Z going on. You never took care of that debt. And no one's going to come cancel it. But when it comes to self-love, when it comes to self-development and personal growth, we put debt on ourselves when we hold on to circumstances, emotions, ideas, and thoughts that aren't productive for our growth, and we don't learn from them and move forward, and we don't forgive ourselves, we are never canceling that debt. So we just walking around with this baggage. Erica Badu, one of her best songs, Bag Lady. You know, you gotta understand that you gotta let some of them bags go. You gotta let that, you gotta let that debt go. That you hold on to yourself so that you can get to your goals, so you can move forward in life and get to that destination of becoming the best version of yourself. So something to think about, something to think about Um, as well. What I wanted to um, bring up as well when it comes to forgiving yourself is understanding that these things that we go through are not meant to burden us um, to the point where we can't move forward Um, in both the Bible and the Holy Quran. Both give the uh, understanding that we're not given any type of burden that we're not able to bear. We're not giving any um, anything that is outside of our scope of ability to handle. We're not given anything like that that we can't handle. So sometimes we may put on ourselves. God doesn't give us anything that we can't can't handle doesn't allow us or permit us to go through things that we're not um, strong enough to move through. But we can put burden on ourselves in the sense that we don't move forward. We don't understand that this is just a test, a circumstance, a process that we're going through. But we hold on to all of the debt, all of the mental Uh, The mental traumas, the mental baggage of a process when we don't understand it, that was just a test that we're going through that we need to go back, go back in the gym, work on our work on our footwork, work on our, our muscles, get stronger, build up our faith, build up our character, build up our endurance when it comes to dealing with certain things in life and then go back out and test it again. The only way that you know that you have advanced in strength when it comes to weightlifting is being able to put some weight on that on that barbell and let's see if you can push it up that's the only way you're gonna know you don't test your ability by taking off the weights and getting a lighter um, form of resistance that doesn't help you undersee or check yourself to see how far you can how much you can handle you see what you can handle by putting on the weight Okay, you didn't even put up 100 pounds. So let me put 110 on. Let me see what I can do with that. 
I've been doing 110 for about a week or so. Let me see. We can put another 10 on there. Let me see how I can handle 125 or 130. Let me see what I can do. So you you don't give up if you realize, okay, I'm struggling with that 130. That means you need to go ahead. I need to work on it. I got to develop it. I got to develop there. Gets you some awareness. Now that you know what you can and can't do, now you know what you can work on. So you look at the same way when it comes to self-development, you need to be able to look at, okay, uh, I, I was dealing with this. I can't handle the way this person was talking to me. So now you got to go back and figure out, okay, what do I need to work on? Do I need to work on my communication? Do I need to work on my listening skills? Do I need to work on my um, emotional intelligence? Understand when and when not to say what words that's not going to trigger this person to say something, which then would trigger me to do this and do that. You got to go back into the gym and do that. Now, once you start working on yourself that way, now you got to get put yourself in certain scenarios to test to see have you been able to uh, build up that stamina when it comes to those type of situations and see where you progress. But we have to be willing to go through that process and stay in the process long enough in order to develop and become a better version. We can't just just check out when things don't go right. And then and then try to figure out why we can't seem to advance It's because we've given up on the process. We haven't forgiven ourselves enough. We haven't forgiven ourselves of what we did wrong. We just give up. We try to forget and act like, OK, well, I'm just not going to go in that situation. I'm not going to walk in that room anymore because it didn't go the way I wanted it to go. I'm not going to have that conversation anymore because it just didn't go the way I wanted it to go. How are you ever going to get past or advance that level um, if you don't deal with it and face it? forgive the part in the past and say okay well that that was yesterday this is a new day so i want to work on handling this better now so it's all about growth self-love is important it's important to love yourself because as we state there's no way that you can love anyone else if you don't love yourself and the beginning of loving yourself is forgiving yourself for who you used to be uh, one one of the parts of this process um, in joining the nation of Islam is understanding that, okay, I didn't, I wasn't treating myself the best way I thought, you know, perception of myself was something with who I thought I was. That's not who I am. What other people may have looked at me like, that's not who I truly am. That's what they, that's their perception. That's what they, that's from their um, perspective. That's from their vantage point, what they saw. They saw based off a certain benefit they may have got out of that. They they saw me in, in what I was able to provide them. They saw me in the, the, um, the, what I was able to give, but I have to understand that that isn't me. I'm not what I can do. I am who I am. I bring value to a situation. You know, my insight, my perspective, my uh, understanding has value. My presence has value. But if you're looking at it from the wrong perspective, if you're looking at it from the wrong set of eyes, if you look trying to see yourself through everyone else's eyes and you're not seeing yourself through your own vantage point and, and respecting yourself enough to see where you are in life, if you're not looking at yourself the way God sees you, you're going to always see it wrong. That's something that we're studying right now, understanding to be able to take a lost coloring. What does it mean to, to have a lost coloring? That means to be able to see things the way he sees it. There's a reason and aim and purpose behind everything that was created on this planet. 
So that goes for you as well. But if you don't see yourself as something that was done on purpose, if you don't see that the way that you see things, the way that you do things is done intentional, that the value that you have is bigger than what the value that other people may see, you're going to always devalue yourself and your actions and your thoughts of yourself. So we have to make sure that we always recalibrate, see the bigger picture, not just looking at things from a vain or perverse way. We want to look at things from a real um, objective sense. We want to make sure we have a comprehensive understanding of who we are, that understand that we are the sum total of all of our thoughts, actions and deeds. Everything that we do is setting us up either for progress or setting us up for destruction. Setting us up, self up for digression. You're either going to make progress or you're going to digress. Which one do you want to do? There's no middle ground. There's no sitting still and waiting to see. It's make a decision, take action, review what took place and what the results were, and then make a new decision and move forward. Or choose not to make a decision and continue to to deal with the same thing, but you'll ultimately be going backwards. Repeating the same actions, expecting a new result is insanity. So we have to be willing to adjust and re, re, uh, readjust our approach, refine our approach until we get the desired result. That's how life works. And if you don't want to go with that process, then we have to understand that we're just speeding up our demise. Just like I say every day. Think, learn, grow. If you're thinking, you can find an opportunity to learn. If you're learning, you're creating an opportunity to grow. And anything not growing is dying. That's just how it is. There is no middle ground. Either something is progressing or it's digressing. Either something is constructive or it's destructive. Either you're here to build or you're here to destroy. There is no in-between. There's no gray area when it comes to life. We may try to make it a gray area. We may think that, well, um, me not making a decision is a decision. You're right. You're deciding not to grow. You're deciding not to progress. You're deciding not to go forward. You're deciding to stay in the same condition that you've always been in, getting the same results and having the same traumas and having the same things that you need to overcome. And you're not willing to forgive yourself. So you'll never go forward. You're just going to keep harping on what you did wrong, but not doing anything or making any strides to be able to improve on that action, learn from that lesson and move forward so you can start to do it right. That's a choice that you're making. Whether you think you're making a choice or not, you're making a choice. So let's be aware of that. That's something that I had to I had to really remind myself of, that doing things the way I thought I needed to do it and it wasn't providing me any progress or results was a decision. I was deciding that I did not want to move forward. Not forgiving myself was a decision to hate myself. Self-hate is what we deal with as a people the most. We don't we may not come out and say, oh, I hate myself. But when you look at your actions, you're telling you, you, you really are saying that you hate yourself. It may not be a comfortable thing to come out and say outright, but you truly are hating yourself when you don't want to see yourself do better. When you're not taking progressive steps to do better, you're, you're hating yourself. So we can say, oh, self-love, self-love, I'm going to go have a retail therapy, I'm going to go buy me a new car, I'm going to buy me a new chain because I want to feel good about myself. But in all actuality, you're going to be in the same position because that's just a pacifier. And the moment that you don't longer have that new car smell, and the moment that that jewelry doesn't shine the way you thought it shined, or you get tired of it, or really the moment that you get that note, 
you get that bill for what you you went and shopped for, that's when you're gonna realize that hey, you know, this really doesn't fulfill anything for me. I still gotta deal with the same problems. I still got the same debt that I'm holding on to myself. Not talking about a financial debt, which that is too. That that also causes problems. But you also have to understand that that debt that you're trying to run away from, that debt that you're trying to silence um, or bury is still there. You can't bury it. It's still going to show up. It may not show up tomorrow. It may not show up next month. It may not even show up next year. It might be 10 years from now. You thought you didn't forgot about that, that situation. You might have thought that you forgot about what you went through. And then, boom, someone says something. And that's one thing about trauma. Is that it's so your 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 body holds on to these traumas in such a way that certain smells may trigger you, certain sounds may trigger you. We're trying to figure out why you feel the way you feel because the way somebody may have shut a door, the way someone may have slammed a door makes you triggered and go now you're backsliding. Certain smells, certain foods, certain uh, perfumes or colognes can trigger you to feel some type of way. Certain certain um, rooms, you walk in the room and you it may look familiar to some situations. I, I may have spoken on this on the podcast before, but I'll bring it up now. There was a time where I would drive on a certain side of town and the way that I was driving, I would then feel the traumas of a past relationship just based off of driving down a certain street seeing certain signs on the street because this is a this is a, a a pathway or a way that I used to drive back when I was in this relationship. So then when I drive down there now, well not now physically, but at that time when I would drive down that particular street, I felt some type of way. And I would ask myself, why why are you feeling all tense? Why you you got this nervous, anxious, this uh, anxious feeling at this point? It's because that trauma, you thinking that you forgot, you thinking that you just, well, I'm just not going to go on that side of town. But then when you're in a position where you have to go on that side of town, now all those emotions coming up. Now all those thoughts coming up, all those feelings that you thought you were buried, they coming up now. What you going to do? You're going to go back to your vices. You're going to go back to your pacifiers. You're going to go back to the things that you were, that were enabling certain behaviors in yourself. No, you got to deal with it. Then the more that you go down that path, the more that you drive on that particular area, the easier it becomes because now you know what it is. Now you're dealing with it. Once you begin to deal with it, the first time you deal with that situation or the first time you're working to overcome a certain anxiety or a certain emotional trauma, yeah, it's going to be difficult. It's going to be some struggle. It's going to be some resistance. It's going to be some, some, um, some pressure there, some stress there. But the more you do it, the easier it is to handle. Once you really understand what it is that you're going through, and it's not just something that's just happening to you, you're actually understanding what you're going through. At that point, it becomes easier to deal with. So none of this stuff is spooky. And that's that's something that we have to, as a people, get over and thinking that, you know, everything is like spooky and you got to be scared of everything. No, life is meant to be enjoyed. You would not give in or bless with having life to be scared of what go what you go through. That's why self-development is a journey. It's not just a destination. It's not just somewhere you go. It's something that you do on a regular basis. And once you fall in love with that process of learning yourself, you go through that process of, of learning other people and understanding other people, understanding yourself, you really start falling in love with growth. 
you become a different person. It's really not much that can bother you in the sense that it, it, it takes over your, your way of thinking. It takes over your way of life because there's so much that you see as another step that's going to move you closer to becoming the best version of yourself. So I'm not going to harp on it too much because I feel like, um, you know, this particular subject is something that we will revisit uh, more um, over time. Because like I said, this is forgiveness of self is the beginning of self-love. So as we break down what self-love truly is um, and what is not, we're going to understand what forgiveness is going to have to come into play at different levels and stages of learning to love yourself. You know, we got to forgive ourselves for uh, thinking that we were like when you get into understanding who you are and who you're not. You got to forgive yourself for the the lie you've been telling yourself or who you are. When you get into understanding um, your abilities and that you can do way more than you think you can do, you got to forgive yourself for limiting yourself. That's that's what I'm in this stage right now. It's so many things that I'm involved in now. That I thought that I, you know, I always knew I should have been doing it. Like who I am right now, have I said uh, maybe on episode 38, I am parts of who I am right now. I've always been. I just put that version of myself to sleep. I just buried that version of myself because I didn't think it was valuable. I didn't think people, based off the perceptions of others, I didn't think that version of myself was useful in that time, which in a way it wasn't because um, I was really damaging. I was really sabotaging myself. So using this version of myself that I am now at that time would not have, it would have been counterproductive for me because I was not in a place where I was comfortable with being that. So I didn't have room for it. Once I began to uh, unravel these these ideas or perceptions of myself that really weren't useful, weren't really the truth. It was just a lie that I was telling myself and convincing myself and and shrinking myself into a mold that really wasn't me. I understand now that this is who I've always been. There's ideas and thoughts. There's conversations that I've been wanting to have on this podcast with other people that I should have been having, but I wasn't in a place to have them. I wasn't living a life that having those conversations would have been reflective of who I who I was representing. I wasn't the right representation of myself to be able to have certain conversations that I wanted to have, have certain perspectives on scenarios the way I have them. So I have to be able to forgive myself and understand that, okay, I wasn't at that stage then. I am now. So now we're going to handle it differently. Now we're going to do it. Now we're going to talk about those things. It's easy to talk about them because I'm living them. It's not just something that I have in my mind. Yeah, I knew this is how you live. This is how you grow. This is how you develop personally. But I wasn't actually taking active steps or doing it in real time. So I wasn't able to speak with the confidence on certain subjects. So I kind of left those subjects to the side and I kind of stayed surface level. Now I'm able to go a little bit deeper because I'm actually in the trenches with it. I'm actually doing it in real time. I'm growing in front of your face. I'm growing in front of you every day. If you wherever you see me at, you're seeing me actually use and utilize these skills that I have, this knowledge base that I have, these experiences that I've been through. I'm using what I learned from that in real time. So now I'm able to confidently talk about it. You know? And I'll give this example when it comes to forgiving self. And that's something I, I meant to say earlier, but um there was a time 
uh, when I was about 18 or 19, the relationship that I was in, um, she actually committed suicide with me on the phone, right? Um, I don't talk about this a lot, and it's something that at one time I never talked about it because I didn't know how how I still was I still was dealing with it. I still was um, in it, so you know I I really was struggling with forgiving myself because I'm thinking about okay what I should have said, what could I have done that would have changed this person's decision to want to take their own life. You know, so I took on that that emotional baggage. I took on that trauma. So for years, for years, and you know, I don't know. I can't really put a number on. I have to really sit down and self-examine a bit to understand how long it was before I really came into the reality that you can't change anybody. You can only work on yourself and change yourself. You can only change your mindset. You can pray for people. You can give them the example. You can provide inspiration. You can provide them with encouragement. But ultimately, everyone is living their own life. And though you're having a conversation with them that may be encouraging, you don't know what conversations other people are having with them that could be um, outweighing or overshadowing those conversations that you're having. That's why I talk about positive thinking, because we all have negative thoughts. But are we willing to find the positive thoughts? Are we willing to focus on the positive thoughts to outweigh the negative? But if I'm the only person trying to speak life into you and everybody else is speaking um, negatively to you, then those negative conversations could outweigh that one conversation that I'm having with you. So though I maybe feel like, you know, you know, why would you want to do this or what can I do to help change your mind? You are living your life, I'm living my life. So regardless of what I can do, I can do my best to pour into you at the same time you making decisions for yourself. So I say all of that to say that for a long time, I took, I had a lot of guilt. I took a lot of of the baggage, the emotional baggage that came along with her taking her own life because I felt as if it was more I could have said, it was more I could have done. And then fast forward, uh, when I had a close friend of mine who got murdered, I had just had a conversation with him earlier that day, and it was about, you know, doing music and things like that, and I think about, you know, like, what could I have done to encourage him not to go down that down that route of, of wanting to go make that move that put him in a situation to get murdered? But, you know, it's it, again, it's about forgiving yourself. Because you don't know what else is going on. You're only seeing things from your perspective. And when you get narrow-minded in the sense that you're only looking at things the way you see them, you begin to think, okay, what could I have done? But in, in all actuality, that's their life. And you don't know what else is contributing to, like I said, we all, um, um, as we are taught by the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan, we are the sum total of our actions thoughts and deeds so though i had a perspective on what i feel could have helped this person their decisions their thoughts their deeds are what put them in the position that they're in cause and effect i'm learning about more about cause and effect right now right how that is a universal law that where there's an effect there had to have been a cause to that effect 
this particular situation happened, there's events that led up to that situation. There are thoughts that led up to decisions that led up to actions that led up to this particular result. So understanding that formula means that just because you change one aspect of this or just because you insert one a different thought in this situation, yes, it has effect. It has an effect on the result. But if there, there's other things that are contributing to the result as well that you may not be taking into consideration. So just like I'm saying back when I was 18, 19, I may have been having the right conversations. I really was saying everything that I could say at that time to try to convince her not to take her life. But I don't have control of the other people that was having conversations with her. I don't have control over the thoughts that she already had amongst herself. So there's certain aspects and parts of this thing that I had no control over. Same thing with my good friend, my brother um, who was murdered. Yeah, I may, I may not have said everything that I could have said, but I could, you know, I could have been a better example. I could have been a better role model and things like that. But at the same time, I'm not the only person in that in his life. I'm not the only person that was in his life. You know what I'm saying? So I can't take all the credit for what, um, what, uh, resulted in his demise. So certain things of life that we got to be able to forgive ourselves, we got to understand that we're doing the best that we can with what we have at the time. And as we continue to grow, as we'll continue to be blessed with the opportunity to wake up tomorrow and have a new day, a new life, um, a new opportunity in life, excuse me then we have to be understanding that we're just constantly working. And that's why it's so important for us to develop and grow every day. Every day we're working to refine our example, refine our explanation, get become a better communicator, become a better role model for those that we can inspire, become a better reason um, or find better reasons to be able to grow and, and find different aspects of ourselves that we need to work on because we don't know who's watching. We don't know who's learning from us. We don't know who is paying attention to the little nuances of life that we deal with and the way we say things and the way we handle certain situations. We don't know what the long-term effects of that will be. Same thing with our diets and what we eat, the foods that we choose. We don't know. We may not be aware of all the long-term effects of us choosing to eat this meal versus this meal or or to fast now or to be able to reduce the amount of meals we eat a day all of these things are a part a learning process and we got to be willing to forgive ourselves when we fall short we fall short all the time we're making mistakes all the time a part of life is making a mistake you're not going to get it right all the time Sometimes you're going to mess up, but in you messing up is shaping you into who you need to be so that you don't mess up the next time. But if we don't understand that, if we can't connect that understanding to understand, okay, I'm doing this. I went through that so that later down the road, I won't go through it again. I'm going through this. I've taken this particular action. It didn't go the way I needed to go because it's teaching me what I need to do. So later down the road, I know what to do. So forgiveness that's the beginning of self-love. Forgive yourself. Once you learn how to forgive yourself, you, you, your progress will start to pick up so much faster. Once you begin to let go of the past, your future becomes that much clearer. You're able to attain certain parts of your life a lot better. You're able to even respect and handle things in your present and things that's coming to you in the future a lot better because you're not holding on to what's in the past. Two things cannot occupy the same space at the same time. So if you hold on to who you used to be, yet you're trying to become someone new or become someone better, 
it's not going it's not going to work something has to give either you're going to have to let go of who you're becoming and continue to be the person that you've always been or you got to let go of who you used to be so that you can become who you want to be so i'm gonna actually land it on that because i think that's a good way to land it you know what i mean but we're going to, like I said, self-love is something that we're going to talk about a lot because it's so important for us to love ourselves because we are steeped in self-hatred. We are put in a place. We have been conditioned to hate ourselves. And how can we know we hate ourselves? Because of the way we think about ourselves. The way we think about other people is a reflection of how we think of ourselves. The way that we move, the way that we talk about ourselves, the way that we think about ourselves, the, th- the decisions that we make for self, either they're they're rooted in self-hatred or they're rooted in self-love. If you're abusing yourself with drugs and alcohol, with food, with, um, you know, living a certain lifestyle, if you li- you live in that lifestyle based off how you think you deserve to live. If you don't believe that you should have a good life, your decisions will show that. Your thoughts will show that. Your actions will show that. So we just got to be willing to self-examine. We got to be willing to analyze what we do, what we think how we decide, make decisions, the choices that we make, and really look at it and put them on the scale to see is what I'm doing helping me become better or is it hurting me? Is it causing me to do worse? Is it causing me to become a worse person or is it causing me to become a better version? So let's think about that. I appreciate everybody tapping in. Again, this is the Silent Conversations podcast. It's brought to you by my book, the three P's, the keys to having better days. You need a mind shift. You need to be able to get out of this rut of the same cycle of making the same decisions, expecting a new result. You need to get a different perspective on life. You need to be able, you need to be able to get more examples of what it means to be positive. What does it mean to get peace of mind in this chaotic world? We see things go wrong every day. We're bombarded with distractions. We're bombarded with examples of what not to do. We're bombarded with advertisements. Things are always being sold to us. But we can find peace of mind through all of this because we understand this is a process. These are tests that we're going through. And the more that we get familiar and exposed to who we are truly, who we are striving to become, the easier it is to pass these tests because we're learning a lesson each time. So it's brought to you by the Silence um, Academy as well. We talk about personal development. We talk about finances and money management, and we're speaking about home ownership. If you need assistance in any of those aspects, text the word solutions to 804-221-6226. If you would like a copy of the book, Text the word ebook or book to 804-221-6226 and we will be sure to get to you as soon as possible. I appreciate everybody tapping in. Please follow me on Instagram and TikTok. I am dot Mr. West and on Twitter, I am underscore Mr. West. There's no T on that. That's I A M dot M R W E S or I A M underscore M R W E S. Um, I appreciate everybody tapping in. This has been the Silent Conversations podcast. Um, And as always, let's continue to think, learn, grow. If you're thinking, you can find an opportunity to learn. If you're learning, you're creating an opportunity to grow. And anything that's not growing is dying. That can be your mindset. That can be your relationships. That can be your finances. That can be your business. 
Anything that we are giving life to either is growing or is dying based off our decisions. So let's always look for opportunities to learn something new. Let's think new thoughts. So we're not thinking the same way. That way we don't put ourselves in a position to try to, to not learn. So let's think new thoughts. Let's learn new things so that we can grow things into a newer version every day. So tap in family as always i appreciate you tapping in um, be sure to like subscribe comment hit the notification bell share this out repost it wherever you may be seeing this let's get this spread out because again the goal is to be able to inspire you and countless others to start and continue down their journey of self-development this is not a race this is a marathon as nipsey has said so we want to make sure that we're doing our best to strive to do better every day and eventually we will become the best version of ourselves if we work towards it it's not going to happen by happenstance it's not going to be a random act of, of of greatness you're going to be working for it and if you work for it you're going to respect it more so tap in family i appreciate you tapping in it's your brother mr west again this is your brother mr west not looking to to show you someone who's perfect i'm just striving to do better and be able to be another example for you to see that you can do if i'm able to do it you able to do it as well so tap in family and i'll see you next week peace Yeah.